Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and Julie, we're back. It's December the 2nd. Yes, and I've had wall-to-wall coaching calls all day long, which is great. It's always my pleasure to talk with our great clients. Always, though? Or is that Yeah, most of the time. Yeah, I mean, always your pleasure to talk to coaching clients. Mm. There are definitely some coaching clients where it's not really Yeah, they have their cranky days. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, I do feel for them, (laughs) and I understand that. So Well, but it's the reason I'm actually kind of making fun of us about that is because we do uh, choose to still, you know, follow our own advice, which is do spend a significant amount of time every day doing what you don't want to do when you don't <laughs> want to do at the highest level, right? Mm-hmm. In some cases, it is talking with, uh, you know, coaching clients. Yes, who occasionally and randomly can indeed be blockheaded about yes. certain things. But, you know, with experience comes knowing what to do about that. It's, you know, I was just talking to somebody about this that, you know, just like uh, the topic was how high of a, you know, how unreasonable of a listing are you willing to take? And I was talking to them about, you know, having filters and that sometimes but in this market? filters. I know, exactly. It's different because, right. you know, that is a sliding scale. It's not going to be the same for every person in every market for the next 20 years, right? But I was talking to them about, you know, we pre-qualify coaching clients too. If, if we want it more than they do, they become kind of uncoachable. And if you want it more than your seller does, I mean, at a certain point, there is a breaking point if they're just going to abuse you and they can't get their, quote, their price. So to your point, you know, yes, do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it, but have some filters and have thought it through. And, you know, you can take things higher than you think in this market and you can. usually get it. I've got examples of, I mean, our own market here in Dorado year over year has gone up 100 freaking percent. Not everything, but oh, not a lot everything, of things, yeah. But I mean, how often have we ever even had those words cross our lips, right? And I've got coaching clients, uh, most notably in Idaho, where she's had... I don't know, three or four sales that, you know, she sold them the house three years ago and they've doubled the price and it actually appraised. Yeah. I mean, that's incredible. Well, I mean, so. Tennessee, all these, what's fascinating for me to watch is I sort of, I think maybe secretly celebrating mm-hmm. seeing all of these agents who have been standing around watching all the other markets around the country hmm. for the last, you know, forever, totally. basically have these boom markets. Because it reminds me of when you and I sold real estate in Columbus. When yes. we sold real estate in Columbus, Ohio, we would hear and read about markets on the coasts basically taking off. And Columbus, Ohio was, in many cases, the homes yeah. weren't really doing anything as far as increasing in value. They may be, if best case scenario, were keeping up with the inflation rate, but they weren't, you know, there were no huge home runs like there were on the coast. Well, that has all changed in a market like Columbus, Ohio, where, where the market's going crazy. And you see, and we have coaching clients, we hear from, you, you know, premier coaching clients, and uh, Tennessee and just these rural areas, the areas before were considered bedroom communities. Well, like or, Idaho? Whoever yeah, even thinks about that's Idaho. That's like a bedroom state. Exactly, know? exactly. And uh, northern Georgia, both the Carolinas are doing very well. Um, Tennessee is definitely on fire. And even, you know, like parts of North Florida. Carolina, South Carolina. But all it's these amazing. Midwestern states that didn't really, and Southern states that hadn't really seen the whole benefit of the real estate boom are now, it's just, it's amazing. It is, it's it shocking, is. Well, it's actually. Exciting. Well, it's fun, so. too, because a lot of these coaching clients, they've been, like, waiting for so long for it finally <laughs> to be their day in the sun. I know. And finally, uh, you know, they have these uh, 
buyers that are popping in from California and from the East Coast, and they're buying in these markets where these, yeah. uh, these you know, uh, they don't realize that I think agents where the biggest disconnect is, is a lot of these buyers are coming from markets where, you know, uh, a $500,000 house yeah. in Tennessee would have cost, you know, $3 million and where the mm -hmm. buyer comes from. And so unless you have a perspective of what the other markets are like, you're not realizing that for the most part, those markets are going to continue to rapidly appreciate because those uh, buyers coming from out of state have a sort of a skewed uh, expectation of what things should cost that will favor your local sellers. And, you know, That's price true. accordingly because, you know, these types of markets are, the, are really a hard reset for a lot of real estate across the country. Um, and Julie and I have talked endlessly about why we're incredibly optimistic about the future in real estate, you know, in business in general, but real estate primarily. And we're seeing nothing but more upward momentum and what should make 2021 even better and uh, than 2020. And I'm talking about 2021 being the start of what's going to be a long-term trend. We're going to do a real drilled down podcast on that. Um, we already have done partial podcasts on that. But really, you guys are in the right place at the right time. Now do the smart thing and take the right actions. Now we're going to pick up where we left off yesterday. And what was the topic, Julie? What was the, the uh, We're subject? talking about 15 thoughts to embrace while you're planning your best year ever, meaning 2021. And I believe that we're on point number 10, because I think you talked about expanding your natural sphere as I did your last I, point. I did. Oh, yeah, I did. But before we do, yeah. I want to remind all of you, Julie and I are leading into what many of you have been looking forward to, which is uh, helping you create your 2021 business and life plan. And so the business and life plan that we want you to use is ready for you, waiting for you to simply download. And all you've got to do is text 2021, the number 2021, and text it to 855-685-1045. So text 2021 to 855-685-1045. And when you do, we're going to text you back a link. And with that link, you got to click on that link. And then you're going to go to a place where you can download the real estate treasure map, which is your fill in the blank business plan. They can grow rich for real estate, your 12 monthly generation plan. I mean, there's seven different books that are, that are waiting for you guys just to download. But the one you got to get right away is the real estate treasure map, because when Julie and I are done with these points, which is probably going to happen today or tomorrow, we're then going to lead directly into the real estate treasure map. And that is what a lot of you guys are frankly needing more than you know. So if you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed, if you're feeling a little bit, you know, essentially disorganized, if you're feeling a little bit lacking focus, in other words, you're entering without, you know, redirection, you're going to enter the year with essentially a lack of direction that's going to lead to a lot of, you know, frankly, you're going to probably create a horrible situation for yourself. You have to have a very clear, specific plan before you start on your journey, which is the new year. And that's what the real estate treasure map is. And if you do feel a little stressed that you can't understand why you feel that, feel if you do feel burnout, if you do feel overwhelmed, it's because you do need a business plan. It's that, it's that simple. And once you've written it all out, once you have it in front of you, you're going to feel a huge sense of relief. So go ahead and text the numbers 2021 and text them to 855-685-1045. So go ahead and text 2021 to 855-685-1045. Yes. So do you want to talk about expanding your natural sphere of influence? Or I, I did. Okay, I you talked did. about it yesterday. All right. Oh, so, by the way, guys, this is a continuation of the podcast we started on uh, Sunday, really. So make sure you go back and listen to past podcasts as if this is the first one you've stumbled across. And what we're focusing on is getting your mindset in the right direction. So then you can start basically thinking a little bit uh, clearer about what your goals and um, Julie and I will then help you create your action plans to accomplish your goals. And again, the real estate treasure map is business life plan. So it's just not, it's not just your business plan. It's your 12 month 
monthly generation plan, it's your financial plan, it's your health plan, it's everything. Uh, so again, sorry to hit you with this again, but do take this seriously. Otherwise, you're going to be listening to the podcast uh, in the next couple of days and wondering why the heck you hadn't done it already. Text the numbers 2021 to 855-685-1045 and we'll text you back immediately a link to download the books. So Julie, the next point? Yes, point number 10. Realize that you will always be too much for somebody. Too intense, too sensitive, too loud, too quiet, too edgy. So here's the delicate balance. Keep your soul while also learning to be flexible and understanding. It's a delicate balance and it takes practice. And a lot has been said about the DISC personality profiles. And, you know, the whole point of that is to become versatile. The most versatile agents make the most money. Versatility means the ability to do different types of transactions with different types of people successfully. To not just work with people who you automatically hit it off with without changing so much or causing so much consternation that you're not yourself. So I always tell people, because the whole DISC thing, and you know, we use that, but we don't look at it as a science. Well, they can go to agentdisc.com and take the test themselves. Agentdisc.com. You don't actually have Which to. Which you should do. Yeah, you should. But agentdisc.com. Um, it, it, it's a learning tool. It's not science. It's pseudoscience, which means basically fake science. So you've got to understand it for what it is, but it does have a value. It's not the toolbox. It's a tool in the toolbox when you're trying to essentially move uh, past some of your mooring lines to old ways of thinking. It's a guide. And yep. so the, the point of this is, you know, you're always going to be maybe not exactly hitting it off with somebody. But that doesn't mean you can't do business with them. Doesn't mean you can't be flexible. So here's the thing. If you have a client who wants a spreadsheet of comps that's beyond what the normal CMA you do, instead of deciding that they're all, oh, they're just too analytical for me, provide them a spreadsheet of comps, become flexible, give them what they want. It's not their job to be like you. It's your job to deliver on what they need. Now, if you got somebody who's absolutely over the top, huge personality and you know, you're not, and they kind of grate you the wrong way, too bad, you got to get over yourself. That doesn't mean you have to lose your soul or change your personality or do something that's horrible. It just means that you have to realize that not everybody is like you. But that ego response right? is what most people will sure. have. That's the initial response. Oh, we didn't hit it off. You're or... telling me to fake it just so I can, you know, that's all these, right. those are all ego exactly. defensive stance, uh, you know, essentially stances that you have to be monitor, uh, monitoring. But the reality of it is, is that if you are in alignment with your highest and truest purpose on this planet, which is being of service to others, then if you just accept that, if you just mentally accept that, even before you emotionally accept that, once you get there, then you're going to realize, well, then if that's my highest and truest purpose, what can I be doing to make it so that I'm of service to more people? Um, and I did talk about this briefly yesterday, but it is fascinating if you did do the homework from yesterday's show where you're going to go and just, you know, be introspective and honest. Who are your three closest friends? Who are your... Uh, what are their personality styles? Are their personality styles like you? If you're not sure what their personality styles are because you've never studied this stuff before, what is it that they do for a living? Do they do things that are, say, more naturally uh, for I'm sorry, for uh, introverts, like, say, being an accountant? Or are they somebody that's maybe a really great uh, salesperson who's maybe an extrovert, that type of thing, right? So if you are a introvert and then you find that all your friends are introverts, then there's a really good chance that you're not very versatile. There's an excellent chance you're not versatile because you are not versatile. And the same goes with your past, um, you know, your your past closings. So if you have past closings, kind of click through the box and ask your the boxes and ask yourself, what did this person do for a living? This person do for a living? And you will soon discover. Most of you will discover that you are only attracting to you people that are very similar 
to you. And again, the egotistical response is, well, I only want to do business that I choose to do with people I want to choose to do business with that are like me and all these mm -hmm. sort of malarkey type things that people convince themselves of. Well, guess what? You're only going to appeal to a very limited number of people and you're thinking that you don't have the versatility to uh, appeal to more people is what's going to keep you broke. So maybe one of the first lessons you need to accept, and I think it's definitely once you accept this, it's uh, very cathartic in a whole bunch of different ways, but is understanding and accepting that your highest and truest purpose on this planet is to be of service to other people. Now I'm going to read That's the it. next. Uh, I'm going to read the mm -hmm. next point. Sure. I'm going to add this point. Okay. Do you have a feast or famine mentality about life? What is the scarcity and abundance conversation? Do, is your approach to life feast or famine? Are you looking at life in terms of what it's going to take from you? Or are you looking at life of, from a perspective of what you can actually offer to other people? So you can always tell, like, for example, if you have a financial, um, look at your own financial spending. Look at how you keep money and how you spend money. What a lot of agents will do, and this is very fascinating, we see this in coaching all the time, is they'll earn some money, they'll get some closings, and then they'll go out and spend it all and make themselves broke again. And they do this over and over and over again. How many agents do you know that actually are uh, you know, having a planned plan to save and build financial wealth? It's virtually none of them. The old joke is, and I don't really like the joke, but it is a joke, the two things that agents uh, all kind of do well is they don't pay their taxes and they don't save money. Those two things are kind of the same thing. And it's also very true. And I'll add another one in there. They don't do proactive lead generation, which by the way is the reason they don't have enough money to save or enough money to pay their taxes. But really what happens is you'll see these agents, most people have these lifestyles where they'll get some money it yep. doesn't matter how little it is and they'll go blow it immediately now why do people do that listeners they do that because their subconscious minds are essentially scarcity minded and they're believing that they're not going to have that money again so they might as well go out and spend it and it is fascinating to me to see uh, people struggle with that especially if they know that they're the scarcity minded famine minded types and watching them go through the learning process of accepting the fact that that is something that's deeply rooted in their brains. Who cares where you learned it from? You may have learned it from your parents or whatever. You know, all these different little psychological things that are part of our original software that a lot of us were born with or was loaded up once we were born by our parents and our surroundings. Those are the things that you still carry around with you until you voluntarily realize that you have some software in your psyche that's not doing you any favors anymore and you need to actually load new software. And that's where uh, the whole scarcity um, versus abundance mentality comes in. So I give you an example of you know the financial aspects, but there's other aspects too. How many people, when you bring... Like, I mean, food, for example. How many of you guys overeat? Well, why are you overeating way past the time when you're hungry? It's because you have a scarcity mentality about the abundance of food. You know, so if you go through your life and you look at all the different things that have essentially plagued you, most of them are rooted back to, we can talk about a different, a bunch of different, you know, psychological issues, but really the issue, the core issue is, you know, scarcity versus abundance or feast versus famine. Like Julie and I want everyone to succeed. That's the reason we tell you guys how to start your own podcast that, you know, we want everyone to succeed at what they do. We don't think that there's a limit to how much success and blessings everyone can have. We don't believe that there is even is a pie that can only be divided up so many different ways. None of that makes sense. And probably uh, the reason that we see that everything is abundance is because we came from less than nothing. You know, I came from far less than nothing, and Julie came from basically, I'd say, mostly par. Less than less, mostly yeah. less than nothing, right? And we've seen what our, and we, look, we had lots of help from lots of people. We were blessed with many people along the way 
that took interest in us all the way from our real estate clients to you know formal mentors and the whole thing. So, And you have the same thing. You have the same people around you that are always going to want to help you up the hill. But you have to be in action looking for that next leg up. And then you'll find indeed there's always going to be somebody there to help you. That's how people are, are hardwired. But the reality of it is, is I see what we've been able to create in our lifetimes and so many of our other great coaching clients who have come from less than nothing to something. And it's because they've worked through uh, the reality that there is no limit to what you can create in this life. There is nobody limiting you. Now, the, you can't do anything. There is no, that's a, that's a bunch of hooey. Like, I love it when people say, well, you put your mind to something, you can accomplish whatever you want to accomplish. That's not true. I couldn't be a basketball player. I'm only 5'9". I mean, there's, you know, get my point. So there's so many limiting things that all of us have that are mostly, you know, things that are completely out of our control, but who cares? There's so many other things you can do. So just really check yourself and, and do study if this is resonating with you at all. Do study and Google, you know, maybe take a little test. There's lots of online tests. Do you have a, uh, a scarcity mentality or an abundance mentality? And most of you will find, because Julie and I have been studying and teaching this for, for you know, decades, that most people will say they have an abundance mentality, but when you actually look at their actions, it's a scarcity mentality. That's right. And that's why we have the treasure map and Harris rules and all of these things where we talk about in detail the effect of a scarcity mentality. We talk about, you know, taking your goals as seriously as you do keeping the lights on in your house. There's a lot of discussion about this, a lot of examples. Well, being bringing our book in is a really good, I should have thought of that. The reality of it is, is that your psychology is probably going to be screwed up forever. And so what you have to do, you're probably never actually going to ever completely root out why you think the way you think and trying to basically make it so you have a different approach to your finances, for example. So here's the suggestion. Understand that you probably won't change. So put systems in place that will essentially get you to uh, take the actions involuntarily. It's the discipline. That the you discipline, have to. right. So, and that could simply be keeping to a schedule. That could simply be, you know, obviously hiring a coach. But from a financial perspective, it's forced savings. That's what Julie and I started doing when we were in our 20s. We'd force ourselves to save so we could buy more rental properties. So there are two things going on. We were literally forcing ourselves to save and sometimes painfully so. Mm -hmm. And then we are forcing ourselves to buy rental properties. For a long time, we always made it so that we had at least one uh, rental property that we were closing on every six months. And that's the way we did it. And doing so did keep us um, from overspending because mm -hmm. we had financially committed to buying that sure. particular property and we had to save up the down payment. Well, by the way, using things that we coach you like the guaranteed home sale and stuff like that. Right. We did what we coach you to do. Right. So, so the moral of the story here is, is we put a system in place to break through our uh, sort of psychological issues with saving money. And then we made it so that we actually did have to always earn money by focusing on what our ultimate goal was, is to live off enough passive income. And our vision then was off rental properties. And we did accomplish that by the time we were in our early 40s. And I'm going to say this, and some of you guys will not understand it, and that's just fine. I'll tell you how way you can understand it. If we had to do it all over again, I'm telling you right now, what Julie and I would be focusing on is building, and we are, building revenue share with eXp Realty. And I'm not sure if we would have purchased any rental properties, truthfully, because the rental properties, as we've gotten older and we've seen the different ways that essentially rental properties have, you know, they're being overtaxed. Julie filled out a whole bunch of, I don't know, 20 different forms yesterday for the city of Columbus. Now they want us to register our rental properties. Mm -hmm. hmm, why do you think they want us to register the rental properties? Is it possibly because they're going to try to start charging some kind of tax on landlords for rental properties like they've been doing sure. in California? I mean, so these are the types of things and property taxes are going up, a homeowner's insurance taxes going up. You saw during the last COVID crisis how you were seeing 
you know, essentially there was a moratorium on landlords uh, evicting tenants. Mm -hmm. You know, so you had tenants that were taking advantage. I mean, okay. exactly passive. No, and furthermore, it's not necessarily what we thought it would be because the rules have changed. But this EXP revenue share thing, guys, is like nothing I've ever seen before. And if you want to learn more about EXP, and yes, of course, Julie and I would love to sponsor you. If you want to just move forward and have Julie and I sponsor you, just text me directly to my own personal cell phone, which is 512-758-0206. 512-758-0206. If you're just interested in learning more about EXP and you want to watch a quick 11-minute video that gives you the, sort of just breaks the ice for you, text the word EXP, just those three letters, EXP to 855-685-1045. So just text EXP to 855-685-1045. We have time for one more point? Sure. You got it. I can open it up. <laughs> Get your screen up. Well, let me give you a quick example, okay? Somebody who's been with our coaching for a long time and who has made that switch and thought about it for a long time, but now has uh, even more success. Okay, so this is a coaching client that eight years ago, when they got divorced, had nothing, nothing. Started their coaching with us. No net worth, no savings, no rental, no investments, no revenue share, nothing. Today, this person's net worth is 1.8 million. Okay. Oh, you had a, I know who you're talking about. Yes. Atlanta. Yes. And you had a call with her today? Yeah. And, a, you know, a lot of that, the icing on that cake came from making a big switch to EXP and understanding the model. And, you know, it's been a huge difference. And the, the gratitude that I hear from her is amazing. Yep. You know, and it's not because we said to do, it's because she took action. She did something about it finally. Mm, no, it's because we well, told her to do it. Yes. But, but <laughs> we, how many people have we shared EXP with? Not well, everybody takes action is my point. But what's the thing we're hearing yeah. continuously from people? Thank you for basically yes, I had to, well, you know, coercing me into joining EXP yeah, with your Yeah, and a lot guys. of them are saying, and we talked about this today, um, they had, a lot of agents have no idea. They just think... That it's, it's a real that estate it's just broker. another it's just another option why would right. i consider that you know i haven't heard that much blah 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 until you actually do what you said you know find out about the actual model do your own research because it is life-changing it is so i i just really appreciated uh, i know who you're talking, talking about, about and so yeah. just here i'll tell you yeah. something fascinating yeah. that person mm -hmm. uh whose initials are cm so her <laughs> um her she has received from uh -huh. uh, working at exp right and in essentially shares and equity in the company mm -hmm. over three hundred and fifty thousand dollars, mm -hmm. right? She has received that at the same time she was with Remax Prior. Her commission split has gone up, so she's made more money from her right. actual sales. Mm -hmm. And all the while, EXP was rewarding her for her what she would normally be doing anyway in real estate, and they yeah. were giving her uh, shares in the company, which she, when she started receiving mm -hmm. shares was six dollars a share, and now it's closing in the fifties every day. Additionally, she has the revenue share coming in, that's right. and I know what a revenue share is every month over mm -hmm. ten thousand dollars. Yes, and that's and coming she, from a pretty good. I mean, Remax right. wasn't a terrible deal. Imagine so, people that are paying more than that. So in the since yeah. she started with EXP less than two years ago, mm -hmm. she's accumulated more than $350,000 in equity that was basically given to her. And in addition to that, she's now receiving every single month $10,000 and growing every single month in revenue share. That's right. So she's basically very close to making it so that she is using our definition of rich where her money works for her and she no longer has to work for her money. Mm -hmm. Her magic number is $15,000 a month. So once she actually reaches that per month off revenue share, which she will realistically do in the next probably four to six months, she has gotten to the point where she is by definition rich where her money works for her and she no longer has to work for her money. I am uh, as I'm speaking, I'm looking at our book, Harris Rules. Make sure you guys are getting this book. 
we do not give this book away. This was a published book. Uh, Julie and I sold the rights to the book actually to the publisher. So you have to purchase it. Some of you guys ask us to give it to you for free. That's never going to happen. Uh, you can get the book from Amazon. You can get the book from Barnes & Noble. You can buy the book at any bookstore. It's for sale everywhere. It continues to be a bestseller. It's called Harris Rules. It's got over 400 five-star reviews. And my favorite reviews, I have to say, are the ones that we're getting from um, around the world. We're getting, you know, Ireland. I read some this morning from Italy. I met, read some from France. I read some from awesome. South Africa, from Australia. <laughs> and this podcast actually is taking off in Australia. We're getting more and more people listening in Australia. So it's incredible. Why are people listening to us? Because we're telling them the truth. Because Julie and I are, frankly, here's the cover of the book. This is the subtitle. A Real Estate Agent's Practical No BS Step-by-Step Guide to Becoming Rich and Free. I mean, that's essentially the theme song of what this podcast is all about and the reason that we ask ask you to take the actions that we ask you to take well let's get some more points done sister yes all right. oh you let's, let's give them a cta again okay. so guys please go ahead and text exp uh, to 855-685-1045 text exp to 855-685-1045 um, and if you just like to jump the line and uh, join julie and i and have julie and i sponsor you to exp you can text me directly on my cell phone which is 512-758-0206 yes so point number 11 and this also is related to ego but point number 11 work on yourself before you work on everyone else become the person you wish to be and set the example versus correcting and bossing everyone else into what you want them to be this is related to the discussion about personality styles and versatility and lots of other things but work on yourself first and, you know, that can be journaling. It can be listening to podcasts. It certainly is doing your business plan, following the Harris rules of business. That's a hard thing to do in this it age. Is. Because everyone is being told they have to have an opinion. I know. And lots of different outlets are rewarding them and influencers and all of these things, right. you know. And I got news for you guys. Here's a fact check. Influencer is not a job. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, so just watch influencer because you have an opinion. Is that really an inf- Is that somebody you want to actually be listening to just because someone spouts off some Mickey Mouse that they heard? And uh, Julie, there's you know essentially this, that point. Actually, I'll tell you what that reminds me of. Okay. Is uh, make your make your bed first thing in the morning, right? Do the mm-hmm. things that you can control. There's only a few things in life you guys can control. You can control your environment, your literal physical environment. You can control your health, right? Did you exercise today? You can control your wealth. Are you listening to, frankly, what Julie and I tell you to do in, what is it, chapter 12 of our book, Harris Rules? Something like right? that. Yep. And you can ultimately also control whom you listen to, who are you allowed to influence you. So there are not very many things you can truly control, but you can control those things. And when you accept the fact those things are in your in your control, and you're going to have a smaller world, you're going to have a more myopic vision, which is what you want. Having your vision and your thoughts too spread out to too many dispersed things is going to cause you not ever get anything done. Myopia is a uh, you know an, a eye disease which causes you to have tunnel vision. I'm not hoping that or wishing on any of that any, that on any of you. But what I am suggesting is having tunnel vision is a good idea when you're actually trying to get something accomplished. Allowing too many uh, competing thoughts, especially ones that are emotionally charged, to enter into your life is a huge mistake. Uh, Any of you who have listened to us for a long time, read our books and our coaching program, we are enormous advocates for having a media-free life, um, which is more of a challenge than you might think, but that means no news, no papers, no newspapers, nothing. It's all propaganda. So do yourself a favor and just completely check out of all of it and then start taking control of your thoughts because a lot of the things you are reading are triggering your emotions to cause you to act in ways that are not in your best interest. That's right. So one more point and then we'll wrap for today. Point number 12, don't be afraid of taking each first step. Have faith. Trust the journey. It's not always about the destination. 
you don't have to know all the steps, just the first one. I Just to make this super practical, because I had several of these conversations today, uh, bomb bomb video or even whatever video you want to use to deliver, you know, it can be prospecting, it can be deal management, customer service. There's so many great uses of video. Oh, but you know, I don't feel like I look right on video and I don't have a production team to take care of my video. Just take the first step. It doesn't have to be polished. Some of the most popular podcasts in the world are extremely unpolished. Well, but actually, but they're real. But that's a valid point, though. You know? So if you overproduce what you think you're supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. and it's not just the digital stuff, too. It could just be overly producing anything, anything right? right? You are actually not in the current trend of things. Like the, our podcast, Julie and I used to have somebody who would actually clean it up, would fix all the you know bad words I used to say all the time <laughs> until I broke myself that habit. Off. Yeah, and we, we would have somebody that would you know edit things and get rid of the stammering and get rid of that but what we found was the listenership did not increase nobody really gave a hooey right and then we started listening to the other uh, top podcasts in the world and they were unedited and they were not cleaned up they were not spruced up and i thought that was fascinating so what that tells you is the reason that people for example listen to podcasts or watch videos or just do virtually anything else is they're looking for genuine connection and when they see an over polished presentation from anything they have become immediate and i'll have to say usually rightful skeptics of whoever it is that's trying to disseminate the information. I'm giving you permission to make a little bit of a fool of yourself because more people will find that appealing. Well, be authentic, right? So what I always tell coaching clients is be yourself first. Just be who you are. Don't over-engineer yourself. And, you know, if you don't talk with your hands, don't make yourself talk with your hands. Don't do overly repeat. NLP, Mickey Mouse. Yes. Forget about all that. (laughs) Mirroring and matching. Be yourself. Be yourself first, but be yourself talking about real estate. Don't be a secret agent. Mm-hmm. Find topics you have enthusiasm about, and we have an endless supply in our coaching. And just be yourself talking about real estate. And don't make your videos and your, your talks too long, okay? Make them topical. But don't get stuck in analysis paralysis. I, I had a, a funny exchange today on Premier Coaching with a gal that is new to us and new to real estate. And she's just has been, she's been a great communicator, is really taking to the coaching. She's, she's been fantastic. What's her name in case she listened? Give her some acknowledgement. <sighs> you put me on the spot. She's in my email. See, that's what I happens know. when you're almost 50. I know it is. And I haven't had enough caffeine today. But um, no such she thing knows who enough. she's in. She's in, a, she's in Atlanta. Is there such thing as enough caffeine? Probably not. But uh, she had kind of been, and I can see how especially newer agents can get stuck here, kind of overthinking like, when is the best time of day to call expireds? And am I really at a disadvantage if I start at nine o'clock instead of eight o'clock? And all these questions, which, you know, were logical, but I said, look, just pick up the phone. The best time just, to do it is when you're going to do it. That's right. Just pick up the phone. And Don't this, overthink it. Don't overanalyze it. Do you remember when we sold real estate yeah. this time of year? This was always our favorite time of year. Oh, yeah, because everybody else is asleep. Right. You could so you know awesome. you could list houses so much easier. Uh, when we sold real estate in our market, there were probably maybe three or four people that were proactive lead generators. Um, and when we moved up market, and you guys will find this as well, when we moved from just normal houses in Worthington and Clintonville and you know all the other areas we sold, and we moved over to New Albany, we you know quadrupled our sale price. There were there was nobody prospecting then, so that's what's really I funny, know. especially so, fourth quarter. And this is yeah. the best time of year to be prospecting. Yes, of course you're going to get a lot of wait till after the holidays, but who cares? You'll need money then too, won't you? You know what's funny about that is that after I answered her question, and I said you know just pick up the phone, don't over engineer, don't overthink. My next person on the call, he, he said, I'm going to add to that. He was in either North or South Carolina. And he said, you know what? This is, this is my favorite time to prospect. Yeah, it is. And he said, because nobody else is doing it. He and said, people are in a good mood. They are. And he, he said, 
if you're in your office and you're not on your phone or your phone's not ringing, you're not doing your job. Yeah. And I, I thought, you know, what a, what a great thought that is. And it's so true. And the rewards that you'll get because you did this when nobody else is, is even better. Guys, in a day and an age and era where everybody is looking for passive stuff, hmm. where people are building funnels and click this and the other things, and they're worried about their influence and they're worried about influencing and all this other stuff, I promise you, if you are truly interested in making money and helping people, pick up the flip and phone because nobody else is. And there's a whole generation of agents that have come in the industry. If you've been in the industry for the last, you know, say, 10 since 2007, 2008, have you heard anyone telling you to do what we're telling you to do? No. no. Okay. Because everyone else is gravitating towards the pretty shiny objects that makes it, um, you know, essentially sells them into the lie that they don't ever have to do what they don't want to do and they don't want to do it at the highest level. They believe that they can create all these passive systems to lead generate and somehow that's going to make it so they never have to do what they don't want to do and they don't want to do at the highest level. And that's one of the reasons that we're seeing an increased number of or essentially the life, the lifetime of an actual agent, the tenor, tenure, tenure, tenure of an agent in the industry is shrinking. Agents are not lasting longer in the industry because of all this technology, They've, they're actually lasting less amount of time. So that maybe would should tell you just that little bit of data that all the digital stuff does is make you broke. And now look, there is a place for it, but it cannot be one of your leading lead generators. It cannot be the pointy end of your stick. When Julie and I wrote our book, Harris Rules, and we are trying to best describe um, the philosophy we have that's proven to work in all markets and all price ranges, and it's the simplest way of thinking about it, are spokes on a wheel. I'm not going to get into it now, but read it in the book, Harris Rules. And the essence of it is, is the more spokes you have on your, say, for example, bicycle wheel, the stronger the wheel will be. And if your spoke, the first spokes you build have to be the proactive ones. We always tell you to do them in the same order. And what you'll discover is many times after you get efficient at the proactive lead generation spokes, you probably will not ever be uh, you know, seduced into doing any of the passive stuff because you'll realize how efficient you are at getting the uh, proactive lead generation. And that's so funny to me. You know, I do not understand in this day and age how you guys do not understand, frankly, how in essence worthless buyer leads are. They are free everywhere as long as you have a listing. Once you have a listing, as Rory, our old broker, used to say, you would have to beat the buyers off with a stick. And that is that is the truth. When we sold real estate, when it was a bot, essentially a bad buyer's market, mm -hmm. and we took a listing, and when you know, in if you had, our days in the market was like 60 days less than the market, and we were celebrated for that. But still, our days in the market was 91, and the market was at the time 160 or 141. But still, how many of you guys would even like, if someone told you you're going to take a listing, it's going to take you three months to sell, you guys would not know what to do. And neither did we, and we had to learn. Yep. But the reality of it is, is that in a marketplace like that, um, you know, the opportunities are still a plenty. In a marketplace like this, there's still a plenty. But you've got to be willing to do what other people aren't willing to do, which is actually pick up the phone and have the actual conversations. And when you are, you're going to find that you do not have any competition. Maybe initially one or two people are calling, but they probably are using really crappy scripts. They probably don't have systems to follow up after and they, they have a conversation. And they certainly won't follow up. They right. And they don't have lead follow-up scripts, which exactly. is another thing that is important that you right. learn. So yes, and I need to get to an appointment, but- I know you do, sorry. Um, yeah, the point is to take action and to not, you know, get yourself all tangled up in an emotional web or analysis paralysis or all these other things. You're gonna be so much happier. One of the points that we did earlier in the week was it's okay to be exhausted from your activity. That's a lot better than being exhausted thinking about what your activity might be. One is better. So back to you. <laughs>
Yeah, exactly. So listen, guys, your action from today's podcast is very simple. If you want Julie and I to sponsor you at eXp, if you want us to be your personal sponsors, which is something all of you should seriously consider if you're thinking about eXp, I'll strongly suggest you just text me directly on my cell phone, which is 512-758-0206, 512-758-0206. If you are just interested in getting information about eXp, that's great too. Just text the letters eXp to 855 685-1045. Just text the letters EXP to 855-685-1045. In the meantime, remember what your homework is. You've got to get a copy of the Real Estate Treasure Map. And to do that, just text the numbers 2021 to 855-685-1045, right? Same phone number. So text 2021 to 855-685-1045. And we are going to start, it looks to me by looking at Julie's notes, we're going to start helping you complete your real estate treasure map, your business plan. We're going to start on that tomorrow. This is going to be over the next couple of weeks, and we're going to do this for two weeks. This is going to be some of the most impactful podcasting we've ever done. We do it every year, by the way, because it does give you that sense of direction and clarity that all of you need. I want to have help all of you guys get there so that when the holidays roll around in two stinking weeks or whatever it is, you are going to not feel stressed and under a bunch of pressure because you're going to have that clarity and that sense of direction. That is what I'm hoping for all of you to experience so you can actually enjoy the holidays because you know what? This has been a heck of a crazy year and all of us need a break. All of us need to sort of come down from orbit and land for a while and you know spend time with our families and show appreciation and you know what I mean? Reconnect. That's really what the holidays are all about. So you guys now take action, download the treasure map. In order to get it, you have to text 2021 to 855-685-1045. In the meantime, you guys have a fantastic day and Julie and I will talk to you on the podcast tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris.